Whether you keep them in your home or love to see them in theirs, these are the creatures that bring us all together. Reptiles. Reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is the Reptile Talk Podcast. Boom! What is up, everybody? This is Jeremy Turgeon from Graphic Reptiles. And I'm Rob, and I'm creeping it real. And we're we're back after yet another hiatus because Rob and I can't stay still for more than a week at a time, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Big the big fun things have been happening, and we're we're gearing up, and we got a whole bunch of episodes planned for this week. So this is true. Yeah, this week is going to be epic. Uh, if you missed the any of that announcement, you can check it out on the Reptile Talk uh, Facebook page and Instagram uh, tonight. We're talking with the awesome Billy Hunt, and uh, then we're going to be talking with uh, Gavin from Balls to You on Sunday, uh, oh, yeah. kind of early earlier in the day to accommodate the time change. And then, uh, then we got Brian Potter. Next, if you er- are not ready, you better be wearing two pairs of underwear for that episode <laughs> because Brian Potter episode is going to be wild. Yeah, it's going to be pretty intense. I told Brian I wanted the entire episode to be uh, McCurley and Pete Call stories. Oh, my God. So that's what I wanted an hour of. So This it's, one's going to be rated R. <laughs> it's, going to be, it's going to be fun for sure. Uh, before we bring Billy on, Rob, how, how are you doing, dude? What's, what's good? You just went herping. We hung out. Last- yep, yeah, we hung out. We did a little bit of herping. We didn't see any hog, no snakes. So we did see lots of fence lizards and and still saw some cool stuff so that that was chill um and then i had blood pythons hatch out recently uh most of the carpet pythons are just about ready to go i've been super lazy about posting stuff on morph market which means i have not posted anything on morph market yet i just kind of posted them on my instagram story and was like "Eh, if you're interested message me and i I sold a few i just (laughs) i selling things is such a pain in the butt man <laughs> imagine just being able to say meh if you're interested you know you know what to do and then and then it actually works you're probably I mean, the only guy that that works for <laughs> <laughs> well the 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 carpet pythons most of it has been the the west pop ones the the non-jag animals and i was like look i just want people who want a cool pet snake i really don't want them to go people who are going to breed them and I, the people who reach out to me i know are just they just like like their pet snakes so Right. I'm totally cool with sending those out. And, you know, I, I'm glad that they're going to get a cool snake that they like. And I don't have to worry about it going and messing up all bloodline, all that sort of stuff. So true. That's cool. True. Very true. Well, what about you? What the, what the heck? What, what, what about you? What is going on? What is going on here? I'm, I'm doing too much as always. I'm just running, running it a million miles an hour. I just got back from Georgia yesterday. I was out there for a few days. Uh, I've been, out there uh hanging at uh raining reptiles my friend or mm. shop and then uh, i've also been working on a big uh record uh recording a record in atlanta um as well so it's been it's been crazy i just finished doing that this past week so um things hell yeah down things still down for a little bit now we're just hatching snakes it's it's yeah. I'm, I'm waiting uh next week uh brettles pythons start hatching Boom. And then there will be 500 brittles pythons. Yeah. Interesting story. I'm going to say this. I'll be very fast and then we'll get Billy on here. 
Um, cause I see him his tiny muted square at the bottom. He's like, any day now they're going to bring me onto this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so I bred like everything this year, like everything that was ready to go. I bred also anticipating not much to go because of the move. I had to figure out the quirks of the room and, you know, brattles pythons do require a little bit more attention, getting them cooled and they, they're later breeders than, uh, the other Morelia. So, I was like pairing stuff up, pairing stuff up. <clears throat> and uh, anybody that follows me know I've got two clutches on the ground so far from the Brettles Pythons, uh, from the G-Stripe to Het and the Stonewash to Het. So that'll be great. And then I had a pure hypo to hypo pairing and then a pure hypo to an Afors line uh, girl that I was also working on. And uh, so I have 2.1 pure hypo Brettles, 100% hypo Damn. blood. Uh, that was what I thought. So I, I'm pairing up, you know, this male hypo to the female hypo and to the, the Afors. And uh, I don't see any locks, but you know, you never always catch every lock, especially with carpet pythons. So I'm not really mm -hmm. anything of it. And the girls are, are growing like follicles are growing. And, uh, you know, I'm travel so much. I also don't expect to catch ovulation. So I really try to keep track of shed cycles. So, don't see any ovulations, but I start seeing sheds and I'm like, okay, all right, we're getting close. This is when this should be happening. And then all of a sudden girls are like slamming food. And I'm like, this, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I'm like, so I'm palpating and now I'm feeling follicles have gotten smaller and I'm like, what, what is going on? I don't, I don't understand. So then I start questioning everything. Turns out I have 1.2 here are hypo brettles and not 2.1 and uh ironically oh. they were sexed by the illustrious nick mutton <laughs> so i don't know if that got messed up somewhere but i've been throwing this female in with other females and uh, uh so i'm i'm gonna lose two clutches of brettles this year but i'm actually okay with that because i'm already running out of rack space so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't need another brettle pythons this year but, it sounds uh, like you could use a black box rack for hatchlings. This is just what I'm saying. I could probably use quite a few, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But okay. So this is going to be probably the most epic intro ever because Rob is going to introduce everything about Billy right now, and uh, and it's going to be the greatest. <laughs> it's going to be the greatest thing ever. I'm going to bring Billy on just so we can watch his reaction in real time. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Billy. With a Hey. Without further ado, we have Senor Billy Hunt. How's it going, man? <laughs> You're not going to say his name? That's Come it. On, I'll try and say it. Dude, I, I always mess it up. I'm pretty sure it's Uobami Reptiles, right? Boom. Right? There it is. Yeah. That's Dang. it. Now, I want to preface by saying that for probably a good six months, talking to Rob about getting Billy on the podcast, he's like, a, a boom, boom, a boom, boom. <laughs> oh, man. I had a tough time. I never said I was smart. I just. Well, I mean, it's it's different. So it's... it is very different. I I like that it kind of sets you apart from a lot of the other uh, a lot of the other people who breed carpet pythons. That was that was part of the idea behind it. So it it's done its job. Hell yeah! Where did you actually come up with the name for the people who might not have heard of you? Uh, so actually my sister came up with it. We were, uh, I wanted to do something different than 
you know, just like BH reptiles or exotics or something. You know, like, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't want to be set apart. And uh, we just came across Uwabami, and that's it's Japanese for uh, snake and python, all that. It kind of is a catch-all. And uh, then the Kenji character that I have in my logo, too, also means snake. So it all kind of tied together. Heck yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That's sweet. That's sweet, man. You just had to listen to all of all of us talk about our season. Well, what do you got going on this year? Yes. Well, this year wasn't uh, wasn't as productive as I wanted it to be. Uh, I paired a lot of stuff, but I had a lot of things happen at the beginning of the breeding season that kept me away from the collection as much as I uh, would want to be. So, long story short, I paired probably twenty pairs or so. And I have three clutches to show for it, maybe. Uh, Sometimes that's just how it goes, man. Yeah, the ups and downs. <laughs> it's the cycles of it. Um, so I did have a clutch of Nova Guineas. They've hatched Hell and they're yeah. feeding and stuff. So, I mean, that's already a successful season there, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a clutch of Ridley Eye eggs that Ooh, are incubating yeah. now. And I just got a clutch of uh, Brettles today, actually. so uh, i didn't think my setup would work with brettles especially being in florida and how i can't really brewmate anything so the fact that i got fertile eggs from a brettles is uh i i'm just super excited about it i always shied away from them because of that reason and now that i know i can pull it off it kind of uh opens the door for me for other winter breeder stuff Hell yeah, that's that's sweet. How many eggs do you end up with in the Ridley Eye Clutch? Uh, I got six. Sweet, sweet. That's solid. A solid clutch. Yeah, first uh, first colubrid eggs I've ever gotten. So um, hell, right. a lot of firsts this year. I say it's a bad year, but I'm getting a lot of firsts. So if the if the things the... are gonna go, I mean Ridley Eye and Breadlime. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not and that Nova's. bad in my eyes. And yeah, the... hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So... So, okay, so now I'm curious because I was also trying to tweak stuff in my reptile room to work for the brettles. So how cool were you able to get your brettles, if at all? So so I have my main snake room. This is upstairs mm-hmm. uh, in my house. It's just a regular bedroom in my house. And uh, downstairs, I have kind of an overflow area, and it just naturally gets colder. And it got down into the mid-60s, and it would just naturally – you know, go up during the day and stuff. And I had those down there. I had the Chinese beauties down there. Uh, a lot of the bigger colubrid stuff too. Um, I got an infertile clutch from the Chinese beauties, but I think I made some mistakes with other things besides the temperature with them. So hopefully next year I can figure it out. Uh, but it's perfect for the brettles. So uh, I might have, I have two females, so I might have the second one going. She's not showing all the signs, but she's, you know, she's really thick. So We'll see. I might end up with two clutches of them, but time will tell. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. that's So that's actually about the same temperature gradient I, I got on my brittle. So I have them all on the bottom of the rack, which I've, I've always done. <clears throat> but yeah. yeah, being in the 60s, I was like, I don't know. We're kind of, we're cutting it kind of close. That's what you always hear. And, you know, I've heard of, of guys breeding them just like regular carpets you know just get them into the high to mid 70s and they'll go you know maybe not consistently but you hear so many different things and there's so many different ways to breed these animals and 
you know, I really buy into the rhythm of the room concept, you mm-hmm. know, so I had them downstairs for uh, a season before I tried them this season. So they kind of got acclimated to how things went. And, uh, you know, I, I think that helped out a lot too. So. Hell yeah. yeah. Did you try reading them last year or no? No, no, I didn't. I just, I wanted them to get, uh, I honestly wasn't really confident <laughs> that I could get them <laughs> to go anyway. Uh, if you want to be honest. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just, you know, I'll get some more size on them and do all that. And then I just put them together and it's uh, a hypo stonewash female or two mm. hypo stonewash females. And then I rotated a hypo stonewash male and a hypo male through. And the hypo male was, he's a monster, man. He locked every time with everything I put him with. So uh, I'm fairly confident they'll all be hypo head stonewash <laughs> when, when they hatch out, but uh, that's not a bad thing either. I like the hypo look. So yeah. Oh, yeah man. And also with, with all this floating around uh, stonewash, just popping up in random clutches and stuff, it wouldn't even surprise yeah. me if you end up with hypo stonewash in there. Possibly. Yeah. You never know. Well, I think cause like the, it seems like the brettles market it's not the biggest market. And I mean, they produce a lot of eggs and people, you know, especially with stripes will pop up in different clutches. People just sell hats as normals. Cause right. Mm-hmm. You know, at, there's a point where people want normals instead of hats, you know, yep. for whatever reason, a normal animal that is a hat is different to certain people just because it's a hat, you know, it's like, no, it's still a normal. You don't have to breed it. You know, it could yep. still be that pet. It just, you know, it has a, you know, that single copy, but uh, it could be that. I know Stonewash has popped up in different lines. I think it popped up in my Hypo line and the uh, LASIK line. So there's, uh, I think it was the LASIK line. Don't quote me on that. Casey will probably yell at me later. If I got it, <laughs> but, uh, it was not my shit. <laughs> it's going to hunt you down at Daytona. Right, right, right. Well, he was here the other day, so who knows? He might just make a trip back down just to smack Dude. me around. <laughs> the pics I was seeing from that, I was so hyped, dude. Yeah. I was looking at that, so I was like, wait a second, where's he? Why is he hiding all this shit? What the fuck, yeah. man? <laughs> no. right. I don't, uh, I probably should share more stuff than I do. Uh, I, I don't know, I got a lot of stuff, so I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I feel that though because like literally people will be like, "Oh, like have you ever worked with this thing?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got one of those." And I, I posted on my Instagram and I look back, I'm like, "Where did I? When was the last time I posted this?" Oh, I posted yeah. it two years ago. I haven't posted it in two years. My bad. It's still it's chilling. I got it here. I just <laughs> forgot to take pictures of it. I've been focused so much on the scrubs, I just forget to take pictures of stuff. Yeah, I I have. Uh... I have a lot of projects. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know, like we all do, right? Yeah. Yep. So this past weekend, I had Phil, Casey, uh, Skylar Williams. I don't know if you guys know him yet. Super cool guy. And they come and check out the collection. And Phil and Casey have seen it a few times, you know, so they, they pretty much know what I have. I have new stuff every now and then. But uh, seeing Skylar check out everything and see just him get excited about you know, stuff that I'm like, oh yeah, this stuff is awesome. Like <laughs> I feel like I'm always looking towards the the next thing, next. you know, the thrill of the hunt that we all get caught up in. And it was good to have him get really excited about the things I see every day. And I'm like, man, I 
you know, not to be like ego driven, but it's like, I do have cool stuff. Why am I not completely happy with what I have? Why do I keep chasing the next thing? Sometimes you need that to someone to put it in perspective. Hell yeah. 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 When it gets gets to open the drawer every day or go in the cage every day, you get, you just get used to it. So seriously. Yeah. 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 Like that first month you're like, hell yeah. And then after that, you're like, all right, this is the 50th cage I have to clean today. Yeah. Yeah, This Mac lot's going to tear me up. Here we go again. (laughs) I so totally feel that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It happens. Yeah, dude. With the the stuff that I just hatched out, I was like expecting something else, and when I didn't get that, I was like, "Oh man, that's a bummer." And then I'm looking at them now, and I'm like, "I still hatch out some badass. Like these snakes are like gonna be really red, and they're fully striped. Like, why am I? I'm not bummed out, but it's. I was just like, I've got to appreciate these things because they are so nice. It's just you know when you get stuck in that kind of tunnel vision of like oh i'm going to produce yeah. this type of thing if you don't hit that or you know you're you're off a little bit it just you know it's easy to 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 lose track of like how special and how cool some of these creatures are you know yeah absolutely and like it it sucks saying that but if we're honest with ourselves we all do that you know yeah so, yeah. yeah it's oh, yeah. good to have that reset button and uh KJ came by too. So KJ always likes the stuff that like, I'll show him different things. Like uh, I have some old school Lemke line coastals. I always make sure I show him and, you know, he appreciates that stuff and the the normal coastals. And I'm like, Hey, this looked interesting when it hatched. I'm keeping it. What do you think? And, you know, so he recharges me on that stuff too. You know, the not oh, yeah. more stuff, not crazy things. Just, man, it's just a normal coastal, but look at this pattern. Look at this head stamp. Mm-hmm. it's funny how everybody has their own things that they hone in on when they you know check stuff out the spilotes i'm just saying I'm, I'm just saying so yeah you'll see a picture of of that one in uh, a couple of days i just got a really good one of her so Ooh. <laughs> yeah i saw the picture that when she was all curled up and i was like oh man that snake is incredible <laughs> yeah jason Jason's doing well <laughs> with those animals. He's doing. Didn't really he just good. hatch out another clutch recently? I was gonna say. I think I just yeah. Saw yeah, like two days ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's hatched like freaking guy. He's hatched like fifty blackheads. Uh, yep. Probably twenty or thirty tigers. He's got bacillus eggs on the ground. He's got uh, sulfurous eggs on the ground, and he's like, ah, oh, well, you know, I, he just talks about what hasn't gone. Yeah, you you literally are having a better season than my whole breeding career in like a matter of three months. You know, like I don't want to hear it. Uh, Rob, I think we know somebody that's the exact same way. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh man, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, look at this. It's so it's funny. I was just so Lenny just hatched out some uh, some cool chocolate clown combo ball pythons and uh and we were we were keeping out <clears throat> over them and uh there's like a, there's a pastel clown in the clutch and we're like oh man you know yeah the pastel clown blah 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 and then we're like looking at each other and we're like bro could you imagine 10 years ago if we hit a pastel clown we'd be like yeah. losing our friggin' minds and yep. now 
Uh, past the clown. Oh, it's a male. Ah, uh, get it out of here. Just, just give it to a kid for free at a show. Here's a new fat guy. You know? Yeah. Exactly. It's like, oh man, it's, it's crazy to it's crazy to think about that, but yeah, it happens. Yeah, I remember the first uh, lesser clowns I saw. Um, Brock Wagner brought them to Daytona years ago, and I like I really like the lesser Gene and that uh that color palette, you know that khaki mm-hmm. tan stuff. And seeing it, the price tag was ridiculous, you know, as the new morphs always are. And seeing them now, uh, you know, like you can get a mail for like two hundred bucks. Like, two hundred bucks, yeah, two hundred, two hundred fifty bucks. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh man. So okay, so for those people who maybe they follow you, but maybe maybe still don't really know what's you have quite the diverse collection, and I, I feel like people who are listening are kind of getting a, a glimpse of that. So can you just give us a, a glimpse of that uh, spectrum of what you what you're working with? Okay. Um... <laughs> Well, uh, the vast majority is carpet pythons and Morelia. Uh, so I have IJs, jungles, uh, coastals are a big one for me. Uh, and some crosses, some morph stuff. Uh, outside of that, green trees. Uh, just got into ATBs again. Your girl's doing great, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I caught that bug pretty bad. I'm catching the tree bug <laughs> really bad right now. I'm up to like... Uh, seven or eight already like in a matter of like two years yeah yeah um, see those uh mac lots i got a lone olive running around uh, what else some anteresia that i can't wait to get rid of <laughs> those things are they're just not for me <laughs> i Fair. try but they're not for me uh, rob's favorite my my Jag Pondros and Carpondro. <laughs> Hold on, let me do that into the mic. <laughs> he always loves them. He loves when I bring him out to shows and he can look at them and stuff. I have to take him out of his hand because he won't stop holding them and appreciating them. <laughs> I'm here for all of that. I thought we were friends. Uh, yeah, I you we know friends. I have them. You know I have them. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for the uh, the Boyd stuff. Uh, oh, actually, no, I guess I got to admit it. I got into balls, so I got a couple balls now. Um, so those are fun. We all got them. Yeah, yeah I, just, I fought it for a long time, and uh, I know I messaged you a while back about it. I don't know if you remember that or not. I was like, oh, I'm thinking this, thinking that. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Finally pulled the trigger on it. So got a got a couple of those. They're cool. Uh, and outside of that, I got a lot of old world rat snake stuff. Uh, yes, most of the beauties got blues, Taiwan's, Ridley Eye, and Chinese, uh, radiated rats and yellow stripe rats. I really like the Colymathus genus. Mm-hmm. Uh, those animals are just incredible to me. Uh, let's see what else do I got? Put me on the most fire Japanese rats, those are a big one. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, naturally, blue and green snakes, you know, does it get better than that? Uh, yeah. Rhino rats, uh, trinket snakes, Honduran milk. I was milks. about to ask if you had trinkets. Yeah. I have I have one male. Uh, 
I've gotten two females in the past, and I just can't seem to get them over the hump, like past that mm-hmm. hatchling stage. Yeah. And they just, I don't know if I'm feeding them too big of a prey item or what's going on. Uh, I know they're coming from Europe. So I've heard mixed things on how that stuff does once it gets over here. Yeah. I don't know if it's that, or it could just be the genus. You know, Colignathus is known for just rolling on you anyway. That's just kind of a, a genus thing from what I've researched and understood. Uh, so who knows? So if anyone has females out there, has a lead on one, don't hesitate to reach out. Same <laughs> plug there. Uh, let's see. I mean, that's that's the bulk of it. You know, honestly, and the Spilodes and the Pacillinotus and stuff like that. How big are your radiateds? So I have a pair of animals that were sold to me as Borneo locale animals. Mm-hmm. They're 2017s and they are about four and a half feet, maybe um, mm. just on like medium mice. Like they're staying small and they were ridiculously small when I got them. Like, I think they were fresh out of the egg. Like, I think they hatched in that same day were shipped to me. <laughs> Maybe it was cut, and then Damn. the egg was cut. They were taken out and then shipped to me. Like, they were that small. Uh, but my male is absolute, like, he's a corn snake. It's it's ridiculous how oh, nice cool. he is. The female makes up for it. <laughs> she, <laughs> you know, she's irradiated through and through but the male you know that's the one i take out i'm like hey check out it's irradiated I'm like, oh i thought they were mean and i'm like let's just stick with this one <laughs> no 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 you gotta get the female i get her flatten out and open up her mouth man oh. yeah when i open the cage she just lunges and probably three feet out just mouth open trying to you know get anything <laughs> that her mouth touches she's, she's all make about contact it. with something Yes, that's all she needs. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'm missing something, but that's the, the breakdown of, of what I have. So. Oh, that's awesome. I've always really wanted a diverse collection because I don't have the mental ability to focus on just something, you know, just one mm. species. I guess if I would, it would obviously be carpets, but um, I just I couldn't do that. There's so much cool shit out there. It's hard to just limit yourself to, you know, one species, so. Yeah, I know. Maybe that's why I'm not as successful with the other species yet. But you know, it's not a race. I figure I got plenty of time to figure out all the colubrids and the nuances of those and stuff. So yeah, yeah. And with having that group of like Orthriophis, once you get one of them, it's like most of the rest of them are not too different from that. And then you know, if you said you got Kunishers and all that stuff kind of falls into line so once you get the eye for one of them it usually helps yeah. you knock down the dominoes for all the rest of them that's what i was thinking so that's why a lot of the colubrid stuff i have i started out with more tropical species that i wouldn't have to get super cold um mm. you know then i have the chinese beauties and the like you said the japanese rats and all that and once i figure those out it'll be fine but the, the ridley eye once the since I got those now, I'm pretty confident once the Taiwans and Blues get up to size, I I think I'll be okay with those. Mm-hmm. And that was the plan from the get-go when I got them. You know, like, oh, well, those three, you know, they don't need really cold temps. Uh, I just keep them in my Python room. I know that's supposedly, you know, a lot of people say don't do that. I just keep them in here with no heat, and they, they do fantastic. So, mm-hmm. uh, And, yeah. I mean, the, the Ridley I bred and produced eggs with, you know, fertile eggs, so. 
Yes. Something must Hell be yeah. going on. Yeah. Hell yeah. I have a deep love for Ridley Eye. I don't know what it is about him. That just the contrast between the tail with the stripe. That's that stripe just like blazes down, oh, and yeah. then the like the lighter color in the front end. They just I, I love that contrast. It's so nice. Yeah, my my male has more uh, like that brighter color in the orange towards the mm-hmm. head. You know that fades into the the black and white striped tail. Yeah. Uh, my female has more of that Malaysian locality look where she's just more mm-hmm. cream colored everywhere yeah. until she gets to her tail. Uh, so, I mean, there's not an ugly one. You know, I know everybody wants the the Highland animals and the super bright ones and stuff. Uh, and those are pretty too. I'm not saying they're not, but, uh, you know, I have an appreciation for all of them and they're, you know, there's not an ugly one. So for sure, for sure. Uh, I, I love them. And then, um, Man, I can't even think of the name of it. There was that other locality. Was it Cameron, the the darker one? I don't uh, you mean the Cameroon Highland? Is that what you're talking about, or is there another one? I've always known the Malaysian ones and Cameroon Highland ones. Yeah, there's one. Uh, it's a, I think it might even be a different subspecies, but uh, it looks like a redly eye, but it's all the colors are muted on it, like really, really muted. And uh, those those popped up a couple of years ago and, and seem to be gaining popularity, which I'm like, why? When you've got these bright, you know, you've got these yellow ones. Why would you want one that's gray? I don't understand. The, uh, you talking about the Grabowskis that's been. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. OK. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different looks to those. There's ones that are, you know, the color like you were saying, the grays and stuff. There's some that are green. There's some that are yellow. They're mm-hmm. They're all over the spectrum. Uh, yeah. The variability within that subspecies is incredible. So mm-hmm. it'll be cool to see how much work gets done with them and all that. Because there's so many species that we used to get regularly that we don't now. Uh, like I said, I like the Colignathus stuff. And I would love to get a group of Timor rats. Mm-hmm. And they're just not around anymore. Not around, you can't find yeah. them. You know, There used to be melanistic ones and normal ones and all that. And good luck. I've asked tons of people. and. They're always like, well, it's honestly not worth bringing them over. They're cobra mm-hmm. food over there, and you know, they it's like a three dollar snake to them. And they're like, well, it's not even worth picking up. You know, it's not yep. worth the bag space. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for real, it's really sad because I remember going to shows when I was younger and seeing trinket rats on every single table and radiated. Yeah. It's like big yeah. radiated, five foot radiated, oh. just like. And oh, then yeah. you see the trinket on the table right next to it, and it's like, what little mini me? You got a little mini. <laughs> yeah. Well, they too, they they'll hatch like you can breed them once as long as you keep feeding the female right. She'll lay. I think it's recorded up to like seven clutches from one breeding. Damn. You know, like they, Damn. They pump them out. That's crazy. Holy crap! That reminds me of um the kukri snakes. Uh, I was talking to Kurt up in uh, in Massachusetts, and he breeds the kukris. And he's, I think he had a documented. He bred the female once. He produced five clutches of eggs off of that mm-hmm. one breeding. So it's insane. insane, absolutely insane. I'm glad people don't do that. Just saying. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's gecko breeding, but for snakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Breed, breed them, breed them once, and then be very sad for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a whole rack just for all the trinkets that you're gonna hatch. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't be too mad at that, actually. Uh, it's honestly what I was hoping to do, but like I said, I can't yeah. get a female to, <laughs> to stay around for me. So. Every, everybody that's in the chat needs to go look for those now. We The more eyes we get on this problem, the better. We need female trinket rat snakes. Trinket rats. <laughs> I, haven't even, I haven't even seen any for sale in a hot minute. <laughs> me either, man. <sighs> yeah, I got one last year in Daytona, uh, and she did great, and then she just stopped doing great. So. Yeah. Did the Colignathus thing. Yep. <laughs> oh man. So okay, so I gotta ask you, because you also you also have those uh layer locale green trees. How are those how are those things doing? They're doing good. They're uh they're small. <laughs> yeah. I got um yeah, they're smaller, they're smaller ones. Uh so I actually have a clutch from them in the incubator. That I've kind of been keeping to myself. Yeah, those are staying here. <laughs> Anything that hatches, those are those are staying here. Uh, I had a lot of locks from that pair, and I wasn't sure. You know, the female, like I said, is small. I got her in 2018, and she mm -hmm. was pretty much the size she is now. And uh, I mean, I've been feeding her and all that, and she's gotta be six seven eight years old at this point so when i got her she was already green um mm. so i was like well you know what after reading the new book and how you know they don't need to be thousand gram monsters you know mm -hmm. everything doesn't have to be a monster biot female i said <laughs> hey you know what let's see what happens you know the the age is there the mature morelia head is there mm -hmm. uh, yeah i ended up getting a clutch of seven from her and uh one slug but you know six good eggs and they're still doing good they got about a month to go so hoping for the best oh uh, yeah. that'd be really cool to to produce those again it's been a while since i produced green trees so and then you get the double whammy hard part of trying to get the little babies to eat <laughs> so that was the issue so my first year ever breeding i bred jungles and i bred green trees and i had incubation uh, issues with my incubator. I couldn't get the temperatures right because I just didn't know what I was doing. Mm. And I let the moms, you know, maternally incubate in both clutches. And I ended up with 17 babies. And yes, I could not get them to eat. And yeah. I guess I wasn't, uh, I, don't know, I wasn't in the circle at the at that point. <laughs> so uh, trying to get help and you know, tips and all that. Basically, I would ask people, and they're like, oh, yeah, just send me the clutch, and I'll get them eating, and then I'll take half of them. I'm like, well, that sounds like a terrible you know, yeah. deal for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. tell me what you do, you know, like, but uh, now I, I got enough contacts where I can call multiple people and, you know, hopefully be be successful with it. They're going to be small. <laughs> Those eggs are tiny, so they're yeah. going to be tiny, but I'm excited for the the challenge this time and, and all that. It was actually that first clutch that made me have the idea of doing the Jack Pondros. <laughs> they're like, oh, I don't want all these things to die again. Maybe if I put some carpet in there, they'll eat. They <laughs> they'll have a will to survive. <laughs> yes, and they did. So it worked out. Yeah. Look at that, Rob. Not all hybrids are trash. <laughs> yeah, see? They're, they're good. 
Oh. I can't wait to like progress that project, and then I can just maybe I'll just start tagging Rob and and all those pictures and no. everything I do. No. <laughs> well, just to make sure you Never. see everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'll just block me, right? It, it, it'll happen, and then he'll avoid walking by your table. He'll like he'll go to me and be like, "Does Billy have any of those gross things on his table?" <laughs> To which, yeah. even if you do, I'll say no, and then he'll come over and be like, yeah! <laughs> You know what? I I actually respect Rob a lot for that, because he has his opinion on those, and I've had a lot of people online be like that, but then when they get in front of me in person and the animals are there, they completely change their tune. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I totally respect that you're just like, hey, it's not my thing. I just, you know... They are what they are. Do what you got to do, but it's just I, I'm not into it, you know. So. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, the, there's so many people who will talk a whole bunch of shit online, and then when they see you in person, oh wow, this is the greatest thing! Look at how amazing this thing is! I, I wow, wow, and you're like, bro, you, you at least stay consistent. Like, come on. <laughs> But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Me and Billy can still be friends. I don't like that project. But we can still be friends. Yeah. Like, there's so many people who who get all weird about that shit, and they're like, "Oh, I can't even be. I can't associate with you." And it's like, bro, come on. Come on. We're we're keeping snakes in boxes for Christ's sake. You know, like yeah. it's not that that big of a thing. Um, now, I will say. If you start hybridizing bloods and short tails, I do block every person that I see doing that on Facebook. Like I block every single one. I'm in the hybrid group so I can block people. Well, I don't have a, uh, I really don't have a desire to keep bloods at this point. So I think I'm safe on that. You're good. That to oh, I like it. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So it's actually funny. Ryan is running his yapper there because that guy is <laughs> always trying to give. Uh, yeah, he's always like, "Oh, breed it to a Woma, breed it to a." He like oh, he wants God. the he wants the big mongrel stuff. So I told him <laughs> today, I'm like, "Here, I'll start doing all this stuff. But you're buying all these clutches." Yeah, you yeah. Have, but you keep having all these ideas, so we'll see how At that goes. At a premium. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick uh, break to run our plug for our wonderful sponsors, Black Box Cages, and we'll be back in two minutes, guys. Black Box Cages, located in Buford, Georgia, is your one-stop shop for all of your caging and rack needs. Owners Jen and Clint are at the helm of this fantastic company. With one of the shortest lead times in cage and rack manufacturing, Black Box can satisfy anyone's needs. From baby racks to V70s, arboreal and terrestrial caging to deep-fronted bioactive enclosures. You can find everything you need right here. New enclosure sizes and products are added frequently to their availability, so be sure to check back often. Black box cages have tons of customizing options for lighting and heating. Along with that, cages and racks can be stacked with metal stacking dowels, and all cage joints are datoed for improved durability and stability. Most cage units are flat packed, but are pre-assembled prior to shipping to ensure a solid build every time. The Micro XC18 XT3, BioG, and 3-Stack V70 ship assembled, and all other racks are shipped freight and assembled. The XR16 and XR20 model racks allow keepers to mix and match tubs. 
fitting both Vision and Freedom Breeder tubs, you can mix the V15, V18, and V35S tubs, or the FB5, FB8, and FB35CVSC tubs. This kind of flexibility allows keepers to raise their animals from hatchling to juvenile or sub-adult size before needing to upgrade into adult caging. Don't just take our word for it. Go to their website to see countless customer reviews and review videos from keepers all over. To learn more about Black Box Cages, follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Black Box Cages, and of course their website, www.blackboxcages.com. Links to their socials and website will be available in the podcast description. Boom! Go get yourself fancy black box. Go do it. Go do it. And I think uh, I think I saw Clint here in the chat uh, a little while ago. So if Clint, if you're still here, what's up, man? Um, yeah, go get yourself a black box cage because they're awesome. <laughs> they're wonderful, and I I need to order more myself for my horrible Amazon tree boa addiction that is still growing. <laughs> They're cool snakes, man. They're fun. How many Amazons do you have, Jeremy? Oh, Rob. Uh, uh, let's see. 13? 13 or 14? I thought you had more than that. I I did. I sold a bunch of the uh, lower end stuff. I let a couple oh, of... I let a couple of no, no I, was, I was just going to say, I let a couple of like good ones go. You got one uh-huh. of the good ones. Uh, who else? Uh, Kyle um, Halford got another one of the good ones. Um, and then uh, I just had like some like bleh, yellow stuff that like I just they came in in groups and I just wanted to establish them before I let them go. Um, so now the ones I've got, uh, I'm like very happy with. And uh, freaking Spitalski hits me up. Every time he gets new stuff in and is like, look at this one and look at this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, can you not? <laughs> like, yeah. please, please stop. Please stop. I'm trying to look at Rory Gresco's website and you're messing that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And then uh, Dayton just hatched out some really cool red stuff from like a, a Calico Garden phase. Uh, yeah i saw those yeah Yeah, those are really nice it was like oh (laughs) but uh, i just uh i just had to talk myself out of annulateds i was looking at those like uh, eventually but uh yeah i need to wait and see how daytona goes before i start spending more money Uh, i feel that (laughs) yeah I, I, I love annulated, man. Annulated are such a cool species to work with. They they're just like so interesting, and most of them are pretty freaking chill, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So basically, an Amazon that's not acting like an Amazon, you know, what's not to like. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. A hundred. A hundred percent. I think. Uh, what did I say, Rob? I think I'm going to try to to get like half the wall to be Am- Amazons. Mm-hmm part of the basement so we're probably yeah. 30 or 40 adult animals Woo! <laughs> nice well i'm sure most of those will be stuff you produce too because you know you'll definitely have holdbacks yeah mm-hmm. i'm really waiting for this uh carnage litter to drop 
Um, I, I forgot where we're at on that. I need to message Brandon and see where we're at on that. But uh, I'm also I'm also eagerly awaiting Marshall Mendez to release some of those calico things that he had. Oh yeah, I, 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 I realized. Yeah, I periodically like send him a message and like, did you sell any? And he's like, no, no, they're staying here. I'm like, I'm all right. I'm just just check, just checking. Don't just forget me, please. Yeah, I'm right Don't here. No, right just keep here. Keep poking him. Like, hey, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still waiting. Yeah, yeah I just like send him his own post. <laughs> Man, these are sure nice. <laughs> hint, hint. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't have. I guess I need. Uh, I need to get into the Ultramel Clown Project, so I don't have to spend money. I can just barter. <laughs> I can just barter with Ultramel clowns. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's a good his idea. Project, man. So it's like, hey, man, I'll produce as many Ultra clowns as you want. There you go. <laughs> that's a good deal. Yeah, goes for some kick-ass Amazons. Absolutely. Come on, man. Come on, ultra clown to ultra clown, get you all ultra clowns. What's what can go wrong? It's okay. Yeah, ultra anything, honestly. Yes. Seems, uh, yeah. Yes. So here's here's something interesting while we're talking about ultra mel, but I'll keep it short because we don't need to talk about ball pythons. Uh, so Lenny has uh, a nerd line ultra mel that he that he bought when we were up there, Rob, and then mm. uh, he has a non he has some non nerd line ultra mel stuff. And they are very different looking, like very different looking. The Nerdline Ultra is like much brighter, much more contrasted and clean. And there's nothing mm -hmm. else in it. It was just an Ultra. Um, so I'm interested to see if that translates, like if this just happened to be like a really spectacular example of an Ultra or uh, if it is a, a line thing and it translates when he, when he breeds it. So just a little... Not all traits are created equal. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually a monarch. <laughs> yeah, it's my turn now. Oh, jeez. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Casey's no. told me a little bit of that, you know, the Ultramill monarch debacle it's, that's going on and all, all that. All, all I know is that uh, what I've heard is uh, people are purposely not breeding them to keep one artificially inflated and there's the market for you <laughs> hey hey, <laughs> hey speaking of, speaking of the man himself he lives casey, casey. <laughs> legend himself you missed the brettle talk i think i think he was here but i think he was on facebook and okay, I, okay okay i can't respond to the facebook comments on here i can only ah, okay so sorry if you're watching on facebook i'm not ignoring you you're just as donnie would say a garbage person so come over to youtube <laughs> Jeez. no holding back nah. but hurt be but hurt he's getting ready for animal con yeah oh my gosh uh, <laughs> <Look at> <laughs> yeah. okay oh man yeah, well, I won't be there. I know that. So. <laughs> yeah. Or it's going to be a real fun couple weeks in Florida. Sheesh. Yeah, that's good. I'm happy they have a place to congregate. And that's good. <laughs> Hopefully good stuff will come from it. 
What I'm hoping is that they just all go to FWC and just break down the doors and they live stream it. And I'm not advocating for violence. This is this is purely hypothetical. <laughs> I was waiting for FWC to come up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I figured it. I figured, yeah, I figured that was one was going to get hit on. Yeah. Look, Kevin's Kevin's going down. That's all I'm saying. Kevin's going to be down there. So if anybody Dude, the, go storm FWC, he's going to be the one to lead the brigade. <laughs> Everybody follow the boots and ponytail. That's it. <laughs> All the purple oh, camel cord. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh, uh, Casey did miss the Brennels talk. Dang! Womp, Sorry, womp, womp. Well, he he knows he knows everything before anyone else does. That me and him are basically uh, we're so close at this point. There's nothing that happens that I don't immediately send him, or vice versa. <laughs> Heck yeah! Yeah, so like Sp- uh, SpongeBob is good. We're like brothers, but closer. And he lifts up his shirt and they're attached <laughs> at the hip. Actually, did you guys see the picture from Tinley where uh, we, I guess, uh, Foley and Alexandra, she was passing the baby to everybody. So there's like a picture of everybody holding their baby. What? Did you see that? No? No, I didn't see that. Was this that, this, this last Tinley? Yes. Oh, I was not there, so oh. it made me sad to look at all the pictures. I was like, I wish I was hanging out with everyone right now. <laughs> it's okay. Let's see if I can. I moved a couple weeks later, so I had an excuse. That's true. That's true. Uh, so we're like, like, we like. There's always because we hang out a lot. Like it's just us, and we're like, well, people probably think we're a couple. Which we're obviously not, but it's, uh, was it obvious? It's was it obvious though? <laughs> yeah. Look, I just want to say, I think it like every, <laughs> like every Tinley that I think I've been to, I've been able to find or now become aware of a photo that somebody else is in that makes me look less gay. And <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> And you I'm glad are welcome. Friend is continuing. <laughs> I'm happy we could help. It's just you know we got each other's backs. That's what it is. If you know what I mean. It all wow. Wasn't going there, Ralph. But all right. <laughs> oh my god! It start. It all started with Kurt. Kurt Schatzel. I got a picture of him. We we're sitting at the at the auction, and yeah. taking a selfie, and Kurt like turned but his hair flipped and it landed like man it landed fabulously yeah (laughs) perfect then it was like every year after that i would see photos and be like yep that could be that could be taken a different way so (laughs) (laughs) well like you said the trend continues what will this year bring it's gonna be me and matt bowers i know it oh my god yes it is Dude, if he is not holding you by the beat while you're oh, in a yeah. man, <laughs> I do Just have the man still. <laughs> oh man, this, this is we'll we'll have fun. <laughs> For anybody that's just joining the podcast, sorry. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. Uh, that's what happens at these big shows. What happens yeah. at Daytona sometimes ends up on the internet. Yeah. It's very it's... true. 
Very true. Oh my god. So Billy, is there uh is there a species or a project with the species that you currently have that you're like looking at at potentially getting into, or are you feeling pretty pretty comfortable with where you've got stuff at right now? Um I mean, as far as the carpets, I have a lot of the ingredients to do a lot of different stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty happy there. Uh, I'm pretty much at the point if something pops up, I'm like, oh, that'll fit really well. Then I'll get it. But I'm not actively looking for anything at mm -hmm. this point. Uh, it's probably just more things to add to colonies I have. You know, like I want to get more green trees, uh, more Amazons, obviously. Uh, probably just more in that realm of stuff. Uh, right. Yeah, there's nothing that I'm fairly content, you know, content, you know, as much as I can be for now. So. As any as any reptile person can be. Yeah, yeah, it uh, <laughs> it gets out of control pretty fast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. But are there any other species that you want to get into? Uh, well, I'm getting a sulfurous, uh, at some point. Mm. So I got my name on one of those, uh, you know, and obviously add to the South American colubrid stuff that I have already. Mm -hmm. Um, so I want to focus on those and the spilotes, uh, well, the tiger rats are both spilotes. Um, besides that, like I said, the, the tree boa stuff, so annulated rushies, stuff like mm. that, you know, eventually I'm not. You know, that doesn't have to happen like tomorrow. Mm. Uh, just in time, I got an idea for a cage that I want to make for arboreal stuff. So uh, once I can figure that out and just stop thinking about it and actually act on it, uh, that'll open the door for a lot more uh, projects like that. So kind of want to do more of the arboreal stuff is what I'm, I'm kind of transitioning into at the moment. So Hell yeah. I That's where it's at. Yeah, okay. Dude, we're Oh, go ahead, Rob. No, I was just gonna say the Ruschenberger eye are are badass. Annulated's incredible. Uh, I, all that stuff is just they're so cool. And I like I still I don't I'm not actively looking for one. I'm not passively looking for one. But <laughs> one day I would really like a basin. I just love the way that the basins look, man. Yeah. And after getting to work with a couple of them, they're they're just like such an interesting snake. I. I don't want they're not underrated, but they deserve every ounce of admiration that they get. They're such an awesome yeah. snake. Do you guys remember Chris Wolf on any chance? He was a green no, tree no. guy, uh probably a decade ago. Mm. Anyway, he's local to me. He still has some stuff, but he hasn't bred in a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, I went over to his place uh, a few years back and I didn't know too much about uh emeralds at the time i just knew northerns were northerns and you didn't want to <laughs> you didn't want that bite <laughs> and he had a basin and he just reaches in grabs it and puts it in my yep. hand before i can be like oh no man like i don't yep i don't want to get stitches or anything and <laughs> this thing was so calm and the greens mm -hmm. were like i still haven't seen greens that green if that makes yeah. sense uh, yeah you, you yeah. know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. uh, just incredible animals uh so yeah that would be a really good one to get into i'd have to have a lot better uh 
couple seasons with a lot of high end stuff to, <laughs> to sell for I can, you know, drop the coin on that. But yeah, those would be really awesome to get into at some point. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so this is this is totally totally random, but I saw his name in the chat and remembered that he <laughs> that he said I needed to ask you about drunk dialing people in Australia. <laughs> oh man. Oh okay. lord. So let's see who all right. So I see I'm looking at the <laughs> I'm looking at the chat. Here. All right. So I, it's either I can highlight it. Oh, Scott saw the picture. Damn it. <laughs> Gosh. All right. So, like I said, it was me, Casey, and Phil at uh, <laughs> me, Casey, and Phil that were here at my house. And Phil always comes Saturday night, like really late. He doesn't get here till midnight. So, naturally, we're just going to, you know, hang out and drink and stuff till we usually go till about four or so. Mm. And uh, we just, decided hey let's just start calling people so we called rob stone first and he just happened to be in his reptile room and like red lights were everywhere and you know he was basically <laughs> like doing the predator thing everywhere it's awesome <laughs> he's just listening to us just being ridiculous and you know so rob's awesome so then we hung up with him and like hey it's only like four or five in the afternoon in australia let's call scott like yeah absolutely and uh yeah so <laughs> you can only imagine how that uh, <laughs> pretty much as soon as scott saw me he was like oh a little <laughs> had a couple to drink there bud huh it's like i'm looking <laughs> my hat's all messed up and stuff I'm like, oh my god what's up man yeah all that crap you know? uh, and i was like oh well before i embarrass myself more let me just remove myself <laughs> it seemed like casey and phil like uh ended up sobering up and like asking them legit questions and stuff and i'm like i'm too gone for this you guys have fun <laughs> well he's just like look you are a real one man i yeah. i i really like you you pretty much it's like oh you like carpets i like carpets too or we dude i love now? carpet yeah. pythons so much bro like so much <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty much. So, oh god, yeah, it was it was good times. It was good times. <laughs> he said it was gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Luckily, we you know it's cool that we can do stuff like that, and it's you know that's yeah. like how many how many like people can you hang out with? Hey, let's call some dude in Australia and just dick around for a little bit, and have a good time, you know? So yeah. True, true, true. Yeah, that really is one of the greatest, uh, greatest parts about this industry is like it. It really can connect us from all, you know, all different yeah, parts seriously. of the world. Literally, you know, I think that's that's so cool. <clears throat> yeah, I've um, made lifelong friends, you know, through this. So it's a really awesome hobby. <laughs> be careful what you wish for, Scott. Yeah, just <laughs> be careful, buddy. <laughs> The floodgates are open. Yeah, right. Daytona's around the corner. You'll you can end up getting one with like twenty people on it. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay, that's going down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we need to organize this. <laughs> oh, it's going down. They create a Facebook group, <laughs> drunk dialing people from Expo. <laughs> that's it. 
Daytona drunk dial. Rob's going to be the only person that's sane and sober through all of it. (laughs) He's just going to be like, I'm just here for the great footage, man. Who was that crazy dude with the big things in his ears? Oh, he wasn't drunk. He's just weird. He's just. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. This the Daytona drunk dial is is it's got a ring to it. I'm just saying. It does. It does. It's very catchy. And we we all hang out at the so just outside the hotel when you go out of the lobby, gazebo. there's like this gazebo thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've commandeered it the last few years. So there'll be plenty of people. So we'll just get Phil to call them and that'll we'll just pass the phone around. There you go. Hell yeah. It's a THN uh, gazebo. They've they've dubbed it. Yeah. yeah, we need to get like a sign or something for it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Market. Yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> oh, what Casey, what did Casey just say? He says, I, I'm down for Drunk Rant podcast. <laughs> okay, so we okay, have, okay. We, we have a rule with Casey. <laughs> I was just going to say. Yeah, we have a rule for Casey now. No drinking on podcasts. Yeah, that's the last thing we need. We don't need the... Uh, well, we call it the lost episode now because it got taken down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Casey yeah. Drunk at Daytona last year was a roller coaster ride. I'll tell you that. He's, <laughs> Casey's fun to be around. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> is. Yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. <laughs> so, you guys are coming to Daytona and Tinley? Yep. This year? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we'll definitely have to hang out a lot. Hell yeah. I'm down. I'm so down. Yeah. I took a whole week for Daytona, so I'm I'm gonna be heading down on Thursday, heading back on Tuesday night. So nice. I'm I'm trying to do some field herping, like dri- not in Daytona, but driving around doing some field herping and hitting up some reptile things in that area. I think we're gonna try and hit Gatorland. And yeah, uh, nice. You gotta do the things. Right? Yeah, dude. Maybe all I, the Florida things. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm pumped. I'm so excited. I, I haven't really taken like much vacation time in the last ten years, so being able to do it is just like I'm so pumped. I'm so hyped. Well, uh, you should reach out to KJ. If you want to do any herping? He's he's Ooh. like a guru. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, uh, Man. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, Casey's I, gone I, with them and found so many things. You know, Diamondback. Like they saw five bears last week, five black what? bears. Yeah, yeah. That's last so year they found a, or a year before that they found a baby coyote. You know, just like hanging out, chilling. Uh, found an indigo on one of the tracks. I'd poop myself. I Man. would just <laughs> soil myself. Yeah, so I'm not inviting you to go with with KJ without asking. <laughs> it's definitely worth a message. You know, I'll message him and it's totally okay if he says no. I totally get it. But I also would really like to herp with him. So yeah, I yeah. went out with KJ once and it was like bang, like he knew exactly where to go to find exactly yeah. where we were looking for that time of year. And I was like, hell yeah. Like mm-hmm. damn. So yeah. Yeah. If you want to herp Central Florida, like that's there's not even anyone else to ask. Just say, hey, man, you got some free time? Let's go in the woods. Because he's already in the woods anyway. That's true. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm going to try to catch him before he goes in the woods. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, hey, take me with you, please. Please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's Dude, definitely, definitely going to be fun. 
It's definitely hell yeah, absolutely. And then Gendra or Gendra just hopped in the chat. We got Puget Sound Pythons. I know that uh, uh, Kendra should be at least down there, and uh, Jeff Uh, should be coming too. Yeah, Jeff. uh, He just told us yesterday or the day before. He just started a new job, so he wasn't sure. Yeah, and he was able to get the time off. So, yep. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's gonna be dope. Rob, did you get the the text from uh from Zoomed Tom the other day about um kayaking? Yes. Yes, dude, yeah, we, I'm going. I'm so hyped. That, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, dude, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be a fun week because I'll be yeah I'll be down the same time frame you are. So it's it's gonna be a fun fucking week. Some yeah, shenanigans. I mean, if you're going in freshwater, there's a good chance you'll see uh gators and stuff you know some wild gators that's, yes that's always cool i mean so, we kind of see them all the time here but uh it's still cool i don't i, I don't care <laughs> i want to see it all you don't we come from the land of no lizards so legit <laughs> at all you will definitely see plenty of lizards here <laughs> yeah you'll see you all the uh here. cuban anoles that you could ever want to see Perfect. Okay, okay, so we got to have a competition to see who can catch the most Cuban night and Okay. I'm already, I'm, I'm already going to say Rob's going to win. Only I'm going to get mauled. Watch, yeah, but I've watched you catch be worth it. Yeah. lizards and skinks and shit, and you're not even looking at him. So I... <laughs> he's good then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> I like catching things. <laughs> Yeah, you've been uh recently you've been kicking ass on your herping trips, man. Bro, I and he, I I have done really well, but there's still a lot of days I've gone out and not seen anything. But today, well, while I was working, game. I got a I got a call because everyone at my shop knows that I I do snake stuff, and so if they get any weird snake things, they're like, "Hey, do you want to go do this?" because our company doesn't deal with that. And so I got a phone call like at my first stop this morning and they're like, hey, a lady has a snake in her glue trap. She said she's going to kill it and it's on your route today. Do you want to like head over there? And I was like, I'm calling her right now. I'm going over there right now. So <laughs> literally I left that stop and went straight to her place. And she's like, there's a giant snake stuck in my garage. And so I go there and uh, it's like a two and a half foot long black rat snake. It was tiny. But it when I pulled up, I was like, oh man, it's not where she said it was. So I'm like looking around in the woods near her house and I just found a beautiful male eastern box turtle and I was like, huh, you are nice. not what I was looking for. But <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and it's like I said, or like Jerry was saying, we're not from a place that has lizards. So like everywhere I go, there's five line skinks and broadheaded skinks and ground skinks. And I'm like, ah, losing my mind because they're everywhere <laughs> yeah you'll you'll definitely see some you'll see a little bit of everything yeah yeah and right oh. now the last two weeks has been uh lizard hatching season because i have seen a bazillion of these five yeah. line skinks that are this long like you know inch and a half long and then i saw a baby uh green anoles like over the last like week or so just like these little tiny anoles and i'm like oh look at that little grasshopper oh that's an anole it is tiny (laughs) yeah they're tiny so tiny yeah so cool though i love herping i just love reptiles yeah that's it (laughs) Uh, obviously (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. Oh, my God. Okay, so we are winding down our time now, but we do have one question that we ask every single guest when they come on here, and that question is, under the great realm of reptiles, whether it be something that you've seen online or something that you're working with in your own collection, what is something that's got you excited about reptiles right now? Um, my most excited about probably my tiger projects with the carpets. Dude, hell um, yeah. I pretty well, much just that. about have every type of uh, striped carpet, like coastal wise, and get your hands on besides pure Russians. It's a work in progress. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I have so many different routes that I want to go and I'm going to go and I just want to see how far uh, the stripe stuff can go. Uh, I have this idea that we've made, uh, like Jason has done a lot of just super perfectly striped tigers, right? That's what mm. he, he worked really hard to get to. And it took generations to get there. And then once he got there, just kind of, okay, well, did it. I think he got a little bored of it at some point. Uh, it seemed like he wasn't breeding them every year like he was. You know, it was like, oh, let's mm. move to this project, that project. I'm curious to see how far that, you know, project can go. Mm. Um, yeah. I hatched out a striped coastal last year that has a perfect stripe and then has the perfect two lateral stripes going down each side. And the last third of his body, that lateral stripe on each side disappears. Mm. So it's has like a jag look to it, but it's not a jag. So uh, I want to see if I can continue on that or just see how far the stripe can go. You know, is it just, it can only get to where it's perfectly striped and that's it. Can we add stripes? Can we get the thick dorsal stripes to start going down the sides? Mm. I don't know. So, you know, we'll see. And I have all the different lines that I can outcross, you know, this line to that line, I keep the same phenotype. So I'm not losing the stripe while, you know, keep going towards the goal. So I don't have to take a tiger and breed it to abandoned animal because I'm worried about inbreeding and stuff. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm geeking out over <laughs> right Dude, now. You know, that'll get super yeah. into it. Hell yeah. That's fucking awesome. I yeah. love it. I'd be excited to see what you could do with that, with that project. <clears throat> <clears throat> especially making thinking about making the the uh vertebral stripe wider i think that would be yeah that'd be pretty badass <laughs> yeah i have no idea what it can do i know burke is doing the uh it has the thick dorsal stripe and then it'll have a pinstripe within that mm -hmm. so basically you're adding stripes to it uh mm -hmm. so he's trying to see how many stripes you can get to it um but nobody's really taken it that far yet so to see where it can go I mean, right. either worst case scenario, you make awesome, perfectly striped animals, you know, like it's not like you're going to. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Right. Like we're so fortunate that uh, especially Jason with the, the tiger line, because I think all the lines are different. I don't think a striped carpet's a striped carpet, you know, mm. to get that out there. Mm. Uh, but in that tiger line, he's done all the work for us, you know, like. Yep. It's yep. so it's a lot easier now to so where when he started with that project, it would have taken, you know, 20 years to get to where we are now. Now we skip that 
20 years and now we can really hone in on some ridiculous animals so yeah that's what i'm i'm jonesing with right now <laughs> Get hell really excited yeah about. hell yeah that's awesome that's and uh if people want to find out more about you and see some of the stuff that you're producing and some of the stuff that you talked about tonight where should they look you up uh Uobama reptiles on facebook instagram uh youtube i'm playing around with that a little bit and uh i have a website too uh ubamareptiles.com i'm slowly trying to put uh i have a projects page that i have some of the major projects that i'm on and a few of them uh you click on them and it kind of gives the history and a little bit of what i've been doing with them and what the plans are and and all that so i'm trying to do more of a uh old school carpet website type of thing mm-hmm. yeah. uh, because, you know, that's what I came up looking at and adoring, you know. So it's like, all right, well, that's what I want to do. So, of course, everybody wants the backstory on everything. Morelia guys are a sucker for a good story. So mm-hmm. that's uh, <laughs> just trying to put that information out there. And, uh, yeah, so those are the, the places to find me. I'm pretty easy to find. You can always message me whenever. I'm always down to talk snakes. So open invite yeah, yeah. for anybody that wants to, to chat. To drunk dial him at <laughs> four o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, if I, I mean, I, if I know who you are, I'll answer. Oh, <laughs> I, you know, but if you message me, I'll talk to you. You know, I think that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. That's Absolutely. more than fair. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Thank you so much for coming and just yeah, talk, talking about reptiles, man. Yeah, yeah no, dude. thanks for having me, man. It's awesome to uh always talk to like-minded people i can't wait to hang out in a, a couple weeks now yes yeah. i know it's crazy time is flying by it really For is real. yeah it's gonna be a great time <laughs> hell, yeah. hell yeah man so thank you so much for coming on man and we appreciate you coming and spending some time anytime guys thank you hell yeah. thank you